In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Happy Monday, everybody. I'm so glad you're here with us today because we have a really great topic today and a fabulous guest. You know, in the last couple of years, as our economy has taken a downturn and households need more income, we've seen a really significant rise in the popularity of the direct sales industry, also known as multi-level marketing or network marketing. And as a coach, if I meet someone who's struggling financially or is worried about their future investments or their retirement or they've been downsized or whatever, um, if, if I see a strong potential in them for success in this arena, I almost always suggest they explore finding a product that they can feel passionate about and dip their toe into the multi-level marketing industry because it can be a really amazing passive revenue stream um, for like a retirement account. On the other hand, I also work with people who have who have suffered a devastating blow when they join a multi-level marketing industry and they walk away feeling... Um, oh, their self-esteem is damaged, sometimes their pocketbook is damaged, they feel like a failure because sometimes we're led to believe that anybody can step in and anybody can succeed in this industry. So, you know, I see both sides of the coin here. I feel like it's kind of a controversial issue, at least for me. Um, And so today, I'm really thrilled that Mona Caldwell is joining us. Mona has had risen to the top 2% of her very popular multi-level marketing organization. She built a solid business only to give it all up. (laughs) Mona walked away from a very profitable, profitable business and years of hard work, but guess what? She's back (laughs) and she's here with us today. In the years that Mona spent away from multi-level marketing, she became the founder of Tink Inc. Publishing and helped her husband publish his very first children's book called The Bay Gull. And Mona has also created the Professional Women's Network Portfolio. And that's a fabulous site that you'll have to check out. We'll talk more about that. And she's the Director of Public Relations for Our Milk Money. Mona, you are an amazingly busy woman. Well, so are you, Marla. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be here, and I love your show. I love your program. Oh, 
thank you. Well, I think that you just, um, you really exemplify the, the million dollar mindset belief system for me, Mona, because you've, you know, you built this, this company and then, well, I, like you to tell a little bit of the story as much as you're comfortable talking about you walked away from it because it just was no longer kind of a values match for you is that right mm-hmm. you you are right about that i had I, I had been really happy for a really long time and then we actually kind of co we published my husband's book while i still was involved with the organization and I realized that I was having a lot more fun with the book than I was having with my business. And that's actually, that was my first clue that there could potentially be a problem. Mm-hmm. I had thought that I was extremely happy with my life, but until my husband's book came along, my focus shifted. And, and I believe at that point in my life, it was because I have already experienced a lot of success in my career and had a lot of fun with everything I was doing, and it was sort of like I wanted to take a back seat to my husband, let him have an opportunity to pursue his dream, and because we do care so much about being involved in our children's lives, our kids are, now they are, right this day, they are seven, four, and three, so for both of us to have very busy careers, mm-hmm. it doesn't really work well. We lose our balance. We lose our minds. So I took yeah. a back seat for his business and then never got excited to get back into what I was doing. Okay. And, and so <laughs> you, you realize this mismatch in values anymore, that things in your life had shifted and you had the courage to walk away. I mean, congratulations, because so many people live in a world that they've created and are no longer happy in, and you had the courage to step away. How did that feel? It was very difficult. I won't lie with you, lie about it with you, Marla, because it was very tough. My identity was very much wrapped up in my career, mm. which... I hadn't had my identity wrapped up in a career for like a long time. I can't believe how much I was wrapped up in it. And I felt like it was an unwinding process for me, having to unwind my life out of my business because I had intertwined them so much. And um, it was difficult. It was a lot of difficult decisions. But ultimately, when I finally made the decision that I needed to step back and, and it was a values mismatch for me, I had been questioning a lot of things about the company for three years and wow. didn't realize how much I had been questioning it. I know, isn't that uh-huh. silly? Well, but then no. when, I, when I stepped away, I felt like this huge weight lifted off my shoulder, and I absolutely knew that I had been doing the wrong thing for a little bit of time there at least. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of it was because of money. I felt like I couldn't walk away because of the money. Right, I would right. say that my business paid me so much I couldn't not do it. <laughs> yeah, don't they? Do they still call that uh, like golden handcuffs? <laughs> I think that was. I don't term. know, but what a great expression, Marla! Uh-huh. I love that. Yeah, and you know, I, I had also, those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I really want to drive this point home to our listeners because I love that you were able to take off those handcuffs and spend time helping your your husband and his dream and raising your family and really cherishing that time of your life. And I really applaud that. And everything has turned out okay, right? 
Well, we're surviving. <laughs> we are we are thriving and surviving, and and every day, you know, we're just we're just um, doing what we need to be doing so that we both can be happy and and feel fulfilled. And I really do enjoy working my husband's business. I love that, and I did start with another direct to sales company at the ground floor, having you know being a brand new consultant. And having to build a business, but I'm not afraid of it because I've done it before, so I know I can do it again. Oh, I love that. I love that. And so, Mona, that really takes us to the, to the meat of the show. And um, I'll tell you, as, as a coach and as someone who has a number of friends involved in MLMs, and, you know, I actually... Um, you know, I'm a consultant in an MLM as well, but I don't, you know, work it very much. It's more because of my passion for the product. Um, but I do, I see and hear so many stories of people who step in and they, they go on the three-way calls and they hear, oh my gosh, you know, we've got this process that you can duplicate. It's so easy. Anybody can do it. And then it just becomes devastating because, you know, I really... Personally, I believe that you have to have a certain kind of personality to really be able to do this or go through a lot of work to get to that certain kind of personality type if you're determined. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So share your thoughts on that topic with me. Enlighten me, Mona. Oh, well, I think (laughs) I believe that I certainly was not what you would consider your trip typical direct salesperson. When I started years ago, I worked in corporate America. I was very snobby about my career. I felt like my career was a very important career, that I did a lot of great stuff. And what, why I started my business to begin with was I actually really needed to make some extra money, had spent six months trying to figure out how I was going to make some extra money. Isn't it crazy? We can be snobby about our jobs, make a lot of money or seemingly a lot of money and still need to make more money. So I think a lot of us, no matter how much we're making, you know, we shouldn't be so snobby about it. We could always benefit from making some more money. And I certainly was one of those people. And I realized there were very few opportunities that I could do out there in addition to my full-time job which was really a 60 to 70 hour a week job plus a commute. So there was very little that I could do where I could legally and morally make some extra money that was going to be worthwhile without working every day of every week. And at that point in my life, it it was post-college. And one of my favorite things about being in corporate America was not having homework on the weekends. Oh, yeah. That was like my favorite. I lived on the weekend. So when I saw the direct sales opportunity, it was a good way to make a lot of money in a little bit of time and on my own schedule. Okay. And and so that's one of the pros of these direct sales opportunities is that um, you can do it on your own schedule. Absolutely. So I didn't have the personality. At all, I don't think. Oh, I, come on. I, I can't really, believe that, Mona. <laughs> seriously, I worked in a very male-dominated industry. I was a financial analyst for a securities firm in New York. Um, there were very few women that I had worked with. I hadn't even really gone to school with too many. I found most women were, were gossipy and not that much fun to be around. 
And so here I was in a direct sales position where I was going to have to work with a lot of women. I'm telling you, Marla, I was not your typical, like, oh, she's going to be perfect at direct sales. Wow. <laughs> and you chose a product that is, is really almost all fe- geared toward the female, right? Yeah, it is. Oh, my and goodness. Like you, I loved the product. So I could see mm-hmm. the benefit for myself. I could see that I could, if I did nothing else, if I did nothing else, if I, if I never made any money, at least I could get my products at a discount. So that oh, could be could, yeah. a bonus. And that's how we enter. Okay, we're going to go into a break, Mona. We'll be right back. All right, great. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have mm-hmm. somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. Welcome back. We're here today discussing the power, the pros, the cons, the red flags, and all the good stuff around the direct sales industry with Mona Caldwell, who is also the founder of Tink Inc. Publishing 
and uh, the Professional Women's Network Portfolio, along with the Director of Public Relationships, Relations, Relationships, well, that too, for that our too, milk yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> Mona, tell us where our listeners can um, find you amongst all these. <laughs> I know, and it sounds like a lot, but truly, it's each, each one of the things that I do, they all complement each other. For example, ourmilkmoney.com, which probably is the easiest place to find me, is owned and operated by Allie Laprete, a friend of mine, and it is a network of self-employed parents with a mission to, for all of us to help each other to grow our businesses so that we can be at home with the children. And that, I believe, is the easiest way to find me. My professional women's network portfolio, that was a thank you to my fabulous customers forever taking some time away from their life to get together with me to help me to grow my business. That's how that was started. And Pink Ink Publishing, you know, my husband is so lucky. I have so much business experience, which is another benefit of having a direct sales company is they give you a lot of free training on how to own and operate a business. And because of all my experience of owning and operating a business for 15 years, a lot of those skills I was able to transfer into the, the world of publishing so that we could publish my, my husband's book that he wrote and illustrated. Oh, that is so wonderful that you could work on such a meaningful project together. Wow. I know. It was really fun. Was, oh, I bet. We love he, working do- with... Oh, I'm sorry about that. We love working with the kids. He does a lot of story times with children at schools. We do fundraisers. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, that's so fun. Good. Well, and so now we've mentioned two pros to, you know, considering uh, direct sales. You know, uh, you you had just mentioned one and, and going into break, We you, you'd said that we... Um, we get a lot of training and that it's a great additional revenue stream. What else? What are some of the other pros? Well, typically with most direct sales organizations, it's really easy to get started financially because it's a low cost. And for that cost, you might receive a bunch of products that you can demonstrate so that you can show and sell at the same time. Mm-hmm. So they kind of can give you the training tools that you'll need to get going and there so, is the oh sorry go ahead no that's okay um let me ask you what what do you consider low cost are we talking thirty dollars five hundred five thousand what's low cost that's a great question <laughs> 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 well I, I suppose every business might be a little bit different but i figure if you can start something a business for about a hundred bucks what have you got to lose truly if it's $100, um, some companies may require an initial investment in inventory, and that's going to be your choice whether or not you want to get the products and or not get them. So then it might run into a few thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. However, most businesses that people might start from home, well, businesses from home are typically going to be about $1,000 or more depending on what you're doing. But if you need to get all of that licensing and registration and all that kind of stuff, and those are just flat-out expenses. You're not even buying any products to sell. So with a direct sales company, you know, probably under $500 to get started. Yeah. 
Yeah, and one of the other um, pros that I point out to people is that now you've got a home office, that can be a write-off on your taxes. And um, if you are in a company, if you join a company that requires that you spend a minimum monthly amount in order for you to get your commissions, then that monthly expenditure also gets written off on your taxes. So that's a real pro to me. Absolutely. Anything that we can use to reduce our tax liability (laughs) can be a benefit. You know it. Okay, so we've we've got our list of pros going. What are some of the more the other important pros? I believe when I was first looking at direct to sales fifteen years ago, it was that flexibility, being able to work it at my own schedule. I didn't have any quotas. I didn't have to meet any weekly or monthly quotas. I could do as much or as little as I wanted to depending on my schedule, and that was very important because I didn't have a lot of time, which I believe most people don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. when they are pursuing a career with direct sales. Uh, I w- could work at my own pace. I didn't have to meet any preset. You know, you have to sell X amount within 60 days or or anything in order to be able to move up and take advantage of the opportunity. So, So my first year, I was probably a very slow person as far as building my business, but it it satisfied exactly what I needed. I needed to save $10,000 to help me so that I could finance the other $50,000 I needed to go back to school to get my MBA. So I worked just a little bit every month, and by the end of that year, I did have $10,000 in the bank, which I was very excited about. But a lot of times, and this kind of goes into, I believe, something that you would like to touch upon, I would compare myself to other people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And even though I met my personal goal, it was hard not to feel like a failure compared to somebody who might have come in right away and maybe they made 50000 that first year. Right, right. It is. It is hard. And, and I've seen the impact of that um, when I've worked as a business coach and life coach with uh, women in particular have come to me um, who have had that experience. And I, I have to tell you something just dawned on me years ago, years ago. Um, I remember going to an evening event, uh, you know, sort of, I call them rah-rah rallies, you know, and it happens to be (laughs) with the MLM that you left, and I'm keeping that a secret. Sorry, folks, we're not saying. Uh, (laughs) And I remember going to that evening event, there were probably 100 women in that room, and I remember thinking like such a loser. I felt like such a loser because I knew that every one of these women in this room was making, you know, tens of thousands of dollars a year selling this fabulous product. I mean, just the energy in the room felt like that. Um, now I chose not to pursue that, but at the time, at that time in my life, had I pursued that, I would have been one of those, those victims, if you will, uh, you know, walking away feeling like, well, gosh, all those women in that room can do that, but I couldn't. And, uh, it is, it can really have a devastating impact. You never know, Marla, you could have gone on to been their next greatest salesperson. (laughs) You never know. You know what? I can say with confidence that at that time in my life, I probably wouldn't have. (laughs) Now, perhaps, (laughs) if I put my mind to it. Um, but, But on the other hand, you know, you have to look at that energy and think, wow, what a bunch of passionate people. 
It is it is pretty incredible because when you are involved with a direct sales organization, you typically will have a lot of successful people around you all the time if you go to corporate events, which is really great because you can learn from those people. You can find out what are they doing. You can have mentors within your own business. You don't have to look outside of that organization to find those mentors that can help you. I'm sure, Marla, you probably talk to people about this all the time. It's very helpful for people to have a coach so that they have somebody to help them move up to that next level. Right. And oftentimes within a direct sales organization, you can find somebody like that that will help to pull you up to the next level. And so what do you say to the people, um, you know, here's one thing I tell people who are not in a direct sales organization and are looking. I say interview the person who would be your upline. Interview them up and down as though you could interview your boss. Because, you know, the truth is if you get a person who is not passionate about um, the business, your opportunity to grow and learn can be somewhat diminished if you don't, you know, find the wherewithal to keep looking, which a lot of people, when they're new to it, it's so foreign, they don't know they can go above their upline. Right? I completely agree with you, Marla, on everything that you just said. And if we, if there's anybody listening who isn't a direct sales organization, feels like their, their sponsor person is not helping them, seek out another mentor. There are people within that organization that are going to be probably just at a different place in their life where they have perhaps Mm -hmm. more time or more training in helping others to succeed. It breaks my heart when I hear people blame their upline on why they weren't successful, which is not what Mm -hmm. you were saying at all, but some people can do that. It's not your upline's fault. You know, the benefit of a direct sales business is that it has that flexibility we can quit any time. We don't have quotas. As I have built my business, I started out and I was single, and my husband and I were dating, but he lived in another state. I had a lot more freedom. Even though I worked so much, I only had my job and me to take care of. Now, I've continued my business through getting engaged, to getting married, um, having our first child, buying our first home, buying a second home, moving across the country. Now we have three kids. My life has changed a lot. And I'll tell you, there have been times when I really probably haven't been the best mentor for people. But thank God I put a lot so, of systems in place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. And so going into break in about 30 seconds, how sum up for us how if I – wanted to look for help higher up in my organization, how would I do that? Well, one is you can just start start following people. You can follow them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter. They're probably on there. Okay. <laughs> you yeah. can get you yeah. can get probably CDs. A lot of organizations that the top people will create a CDs. And then start to build a relationship with them. Get on their email distribution. Comment to them from time and again. Just build a relationship. Yeah, and in my experience, 
with MLMs, this is one of the things that I really and truly love, is it, it seems like no matter where a person is in an organization, they want to help the people, the others in the organization. And we're going to go into break and be back with Mona Caldwell. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Join Learning and Laughter with Louise every Wednesday at 9 Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on Toginet to discuss fun, fascinating, and educational topics. Each week, Louise will be talking with a variety of guests, ranging from authors, educators, parents, filmmakers, athletes, and entrepreneurs, just to name a few. You know, when it comes to learning, the sky is the limit. And so will the topics that are covered here on Learning and Laughter with Louise. Louise Sattler is a school psychologist who has worked within the fields of special education and bilingual education. She also owns a successful company, Signing Families that creates DVDs and special workshops to teach sign language and instructional products for people of all ages and needs. With new DVDs coming out soon, check her website for more information at signingfamilies.com. From time to time, Louise will be joined by her daughter, Natasha Sattler, who will give a college-age perspective to the show. So pour that morning cup of coffee and join us here on Toginet every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. You never know who will show up for Learning and Laughter with Louise on toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Skyla on Toginet. Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. And find out how women are growing, blossoming, and blooming in their friendships and careers, health, and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website, bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala, each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life. I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. and I can control my life instead of my life controlling me. I can tell the world this is who I am and, and this is what I'm all about. Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, re- building and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream create and grow the lifestyle you want to live it's bloom talk with barb scala thursday afternoons at three eastern two central on toginet.com welcome back to the million dollar mindset if you're ready for a big change in your work your career your happiness your life it all starts with attitude and marla is here to help it's the million dollar mindset part of the her inside network on toginet.com and now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And we're here today discussing the popular topic of direct sales and uh, MLMs, if you will, with Mona Caldwell, who has risen to the top, top 2% of her organization, let it all go, and is starting all over again. Girl, you got some guts. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we haven't actually even touched upon this new venture, so if you ever want to talk about that during this call, you just let me know. Oh, you know it. Okay, we will. And Because I'm sure people are dying to find out what you're doing now, and we're going to get to that. Let's keep them in suspense for a minute longer. Sounds great to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mona, we talked about some of the... The, the true pros of considering um, getting into this industry. And I absolutely agree with you. I mean, there are just um, really almost too many to count. And um, 
I love that it's flexible and that it's not like starting a job because you can quit any time. I've had um, personal experience with people who have had to take a break from their business uh, because of their own personal situations and the money keeps on flowing in. I mean, how cool is that? Absolutely. And oftentimes you can, you can just step right back in if you want to sometime later on down the line if that situation changes and you're ready to recommit to your business. I see that a lot throughout my career, people recommitting. Yes. Yes, and it's it's always there for you, and I love that. Once you grow that business and you've got those customers and those distributors in your team, they're there for you, and it's going to keep on giving, and that's a fabulous part. Absolutely. So let's take a look at some of the cons in the industry as you see them. I've already been... Um, <clears throat> rather um, loud about my belief systems there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I think there are no cons to -to direct-to-sales. However, I do think that there are some companies that their practices or the way that they run their businesses are a little bit different and, and questionable, in my opinion, from what I'm comfortable with promoting and and sharing with other people. Okay. okay, so tell us about those. What are some of those red flags if I'm considering going out there and finding something that I think I can, you know, promote? Well, if you if you find a product that that you think you might be interested in promoting, you might want to take a look and see is it available through other avenues for less money? Okay. Because if How it would is, I do that? Um, okay, I'm just going to make up some kind of a hypothetical product, but let's say let's say it's like a it's a cookware company, and the same similar product, those pots and pans, the same product is available out in the marketplace for less money. Well, why are they going to buy it from you? Right. Okay. And how do you feel comfortable selling them something that they can get somewhere else for less money? Right. Okay, so do your research. Look at the product. Don't jump in both feet first. Do your research. I believe it's important to do your do your research as much as you can before you get started instead of just getting caught up in that mindset like, oh, they say I'm, I can get started and I can get rich quick, which right there, that's a, that's a red flag to me because it's not about getting rich quick. It's about building relationships and building a business. Building relationships, that's what it is about, yeah. And like every business, to me, a direct sales career is like any business that you can have, whether it be sales for another corporation or building a consulting business or Mm -hmm. or owning a retail store. It's Mm -hmm. all about building relationships with customers. Okay. Okay, so that's a great perspective. You had also mentioned, Mona, when we talked previously, um, high startup costs where front-loaded um, sales is going to, the money is going to the upline from the startup costs. What do you mean by that? I've seen some organizations where the person has, instead of spending $100 or $30 or $50 to get started, it might be about $1,000 to get started. And I'm not really sure what that money goes for. And there's nothing that that new consultant receives for that $1,000. Oh, my. No product? 
No, it's like oh. an entry fee to get started with that corporation, or perhaps they might receive a product, but it's not worth a thousand dollars. Okay, so so if the mm-hmm. startup cost for an organization is a thousand dollars, but you're receiving a fair exchange of product, um, then that's not what you're talking about. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Even then, I might be a little bit weary because. I've seen some companies where, you know, it was about $1,000 to get started, and then they got something that may have been potentially worth 1000 but you've got nothing to really sell at that point. You've already invested $1,000, mm-hmm. and there's one particular company that I'm thinking of, and, and then I don't even know what the market is for their product. So there's two complications for me with this marketing plan, a high startup cost, and then I don't, I don't even know if their product is, is that marketable. Oh. So be weary of those. The okay. people that sign up for those kind of opportunities might be listening to this person who's telling them, yeah, you've got to do this. This is the next greatest thing. This is totally going to take off. So-and-so is supporting our company. And mm-hmm. that hype scares me. Okay. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. when you went to that meeting and you almost felt uh-huh. bad, you know. That, so then it's like you sign up out of guilt, but I don't want anybody to have any thousand dollar guilt purchases. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that is scary, and um, I think it's important that people take the product home, they try it, they use it. Maybe samples, if samples are available through the the person who's approaching you or um, make a small investment um, through that person before you decide, right? I agree, Marla. Become a customer first. Make sure you enjoy the status of being a customer, and Mm -hmm. then you would be more confident being a representative for that organization because you already know that it felt comfortable being a customer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when you can talk about the product from from a place of having used it and seen success with it, um, it just gives you a much stronger foothold. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, so there was another one that you mentioned um, that the discount is, the product discount is dependent on meeting certain um, activity criteria. Talk to us more about that. Well, I've heard about some direct sales companies, and, you know, I've never heard a salesperson complain about this but I thought it was odd where they had, once they got started, they had to do a certain number of shows in order to qualify for a discount. Oh. Um, some people would have to do something and then they could get their money for their starter kit back, which I guess that could be an incentive. Mm-hmm. But for most, I don't, I get, um, I get demotivated by those kind of incentives. Me too. Me too. <laughs> they don't yeah. work well for me. Like dangling that carrot out there, you know. Yeah. But some people, <laughs> let's face it, people who have the sales type personality, people, those are, are oftentimes the, the socializer types um, who just really enjoy creating relationships and doing sales. They can be strongly incentivized by things like that because that's part of their makeup, right? Well, and I think all of us are a little bit competitive, and mm-hmm. so it is good to have goals that are out there. I mean, and that's definitely one of the keys to success in building a successful organization is 
setting goals for yourself and reaching for those goals. Sometimes, though, if it's built into the marketing plan, I think that's weird. I think people should be able to start at a reasonable cost. They should be able to buy products at a discount from the company. They should be able to sell products to the consumer. They should be able to build a customer base. And if they choose to build a team, then they can receive commissions based on their team's performance. And as their team grows, their organization is growing, and they're actually building a business just like if you were a computer tech person who had developed the latest software program, and at first you start off just selling it all all by your lonesome, and then you start adding a friend and a couple more friends and a couple more friends, and you build your organization. It's the same with direct sales. Yeah, ideally. Yeah, if you've got a product that you feel really passionate about and that is marketable and, you know, there's a place in the marketplace for it and that's ideally how it works. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so we've got all these fabulous things. Um, Answer this question for me, Mona. Is there a single um, network marketing organization that has a structure in the commission plan that is easy to understand. <laughs> oh, I've seen these commission plan structures and it's like Greek. <laughs> well, uh, honestly, I can tell you, I don't think I ever really fully understood the whole plan, which is kind of funny looking back now. All I knew was really how to maximize my commissions, and I didn't really know the steps below it. Although, if I had to explain it to another consultant, I could, but they are confusing, Marla. Like, knowing a commission plan is like studying for a very hard test, and so you need to know it when you're explaining it to somebody else, but now that I've walked away from it, I don't even remember it. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> well, yeah, you're protecting yourself because they're just torturous. <laughs> I guess it was taking up a lot of brain space, but some of them are more confusing than others. Uh, I prefer a program where you just earn commissions on the people that you bring into the company and that they bring into the company, and and as your organization gets larger, then you can earn more commissions because you're probably going to be spending less time selling product but you want to make more money so you can grow your income by growing your organization, but you don't have to. You can make great money just from selling a product. That makes sense to me. I've seen other programs where somebody that you bring into the organization can pass you up and you, and you lose commissions on them or they call it a breakaway program or if you don't, meet something by a certain before they pass you up then and here something we are going into break Mona and oh. I want to come back to that topic in a minute thank okay, you okay great unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. 
Another Way of Living with Susan Dobson is on Toginet. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central. Hi, I'm Susan Dobson, host of the new talk show, Another Way of Living. On Another Way of Living, we talk about what I call the unspeakable. When I was growing up, if there was a problem, a pink elephant in the living room, everybody walked around it, nobody talked about it. Sound familiar? Tune in and listen to my guests and callers talk about their solutions to problems just like yours. If you are ready and really want another way of living, then this is your show. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central with Susan Dobson. On Another Way of Living, we talk about life, its problems, its challenges, and above all, its solutions. Another Way of Living educates and informs. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. Plus, the live format lends itself to surprising and heartfelt revelations from Susan and her guests. You'll be surprised by what's shared, what's learned, and what could change. Join us for Another Way of Living with Susan Dobson. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Mom with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Welcome back. Well, Mona, I'm here chatting with our wonderful producer, Jill, and I just said to her that um, I should have had her interview you because, boy, she got the questions coming, and they're all great. great. <laughs> they're, they're all concerns I've heard before, so um, I'd really like to address this one, and we're in our last segment, so I want to make sure that it gets addressed because sure. I hear this a lot. I hear people say, you know, I've got 25 people that I thought would be great great on my team and and none of them is doing anything and they make these commitments and they promise and they come to the meetings and they come to the phone calls but then they don't do anything how do you deal with that hmm, you go out and recruit a couple more people <laughs> <laughs> and jill and i are laughing here together yep yep and so that brings me to my next question because i really want people to walk away from this feeling like they've gotten some good ideas and insights. I think you've given us some fabulous insights. Thank you for that. And um, ideas, you know, how do you know if somebody's going to be a good person? How do you recruit people? What is the, the secret? Wow, that's a really great question. <clears throat> I do believe we have no idea who's going to be successful and who's not. Because you never know what's going on inside a person's head or inside a person's heart. So when I talk to people about the product, which I always have led my business through the product, sharing the product with others, if they love it, they love it. If they don't, they don't. But if they do fall in love with it, 
I can ask them, have you ever thought about doing something for extra fun or extra money? Ah, okay. And so, see what they say. Okay. You know, and chances are a lot of women out there do want to have some extra fun and some extra money. And this business might not be for them, mm-hmm. but I'll share it with them because for very little money, they could give it a try. And the worst that they have to lose is that they might be able to get their products for themselves for a discount for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I never will make anybody feel guilty about quitting because that's one of the great things about direct sales. You can quit any time. Uh, yeah, and that is. That is a, a great thing. But I see a lot of my friends um, recruiting somebody new and and being really excited. I think I found the one. I think I found the one. This gal is going to go far. She's going to really help me build this team only to be let down again. How do you pick yourself back up and go out there and not say I'm doing something wrong? Because that's what I hear. I must be doing something very wrong. Hmm. And I can't say that I haven't heard that either. I know I've had some consultants who have been very frustrated with their business and felt like everybody failed. And But you know what? I don't even remember who the first 20 or 30 people were that I recruited. I don't know. You know, I have no or idea. 30? 20 oh, or 30? Marla, people? I've recruited hundreds. Stop <laughs> it! Oh, Mona, how? Tell us how. Give us the secret. Sprinkle the magic fairy dust. You've got to get excited about building a successful business. And so that's, I put systems in place. I learned the skills. I listened to the tapes. I, I read the scripts. Um, I put any system that I could in place for myself so that I could focus on people, just getting out there and meeting people. Because as you're meeting people, the more people you meet, the more customers you'll have and the more people you'll have to recruit. Plus, I grew other people, had a meeting, and so not only was I personally recruiting, but I was helping my team members to recruit their team members too. My goodness. Now, that sounds to me like a very full-time job. Um, you know, I was pretty busy, and then I had my son, and then my mom was sick, and then um, so that the combination of the two took a lot of time, and then my mother passed away, and I became pregnant with my second child, and then after my second child was born, I think I was just coasting at this point, mm-hmm. and that is, you mentioned this before, one of the benefits of direct sales is I built a business when I could, and I reaped so many of the benefits when I couldn't really mentally or physically be there 100% for my team. And that was exactly what I had wanted, was to be able to build a business so that I could be at home with my children. That was an overriding principle and purpose for me. And that was your driver. So, Mona, now you're involved with what sounds like a great organization, Ava Anderson Non-Toxic. Correct. Tell us a little bit about that and tell us, you know, you're starting from the ground floor here. So give us a blow-by-blow. Blow. What are you doing to recruit people? Where are you going? Where are you finding these people? And how do you do it? And why this product? Okay, great. Well, the product is a really funny story. There was a newspaper back in Rhode Island that was going to be doing an article about my husband and his book. And so I got online, I live in Arizona, I got online to see if the, if the article had been published, and right there on the front cover is a picture of a 15-year-old girl who had just developed the nation's first ever non-toxic skincare line. And 15. I 
was floored. 15 years old. Oh, my goodness. I read the article. I looked at their website. I I Googled them, and then I called them up. And Ava Anderson is the 15-year-old daughter. Kim Anderson is the mom. I had her on the phone for about an hour and a half because I had been looking into the personal care market for three years or more trying to find something that was totally safe for me and my children. Right. And, and, you know, some people believe that some chemicals are okay in little doses. I personally don't believe that. So this company fit with my beliefs. I'm not okay with a little bit of chemicals on my body all the time. Yeah, it's like a little bit of arsenic on your donut in the morning, you know, whatever. Yeah, in low doses. But, you know, it's my personal belief, but this company was like just exactly what I believed in. So I looked into that marketing plan, and the commissions were over 30%, which I believe is fair. You need to be making at least over 30%. And you can earn up to 50% on the products. There was no inventory. It was a low startup cost under $100, or you can get two sets of everything for $200. And they gave you a website, and all of the products are ordered online and shipped directly to the consumer, so you don't carry an inventory. And the goal of the business is to help educate women about the potential health hazards in their personal care products, which is totally up my alley. I'm so passionate yes. about that. Yes. Yeah. It was I the perfect right. fit. It was just perfect because even if I'm never the greatest Ava Anderson non-toxic skincare consultant in the whole wide world, I'm excited to support them and their efforts and their mission and their vision. Yeah, it's it is it is such a noble effort because it it is very upsetting. It these beauty products, what they put in them, and uh, telling you that you're going to look and feel younger, and you're slowly killing yourself. Our skin is our largest organ, for crying out loud, and we absorb <laughs> within a fraction of a second anything we put onto our skin. I heard oh. recently it was eight it, it eight seconds it takes eight. for for whatever it is that you're putting on to get into your skin. Okay. Eight seconds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So where do people learn more about Ava Anderson and her product and you? They can go to the Ava Anderson Non-Toxic website. That's www.avaandersonnontoxic.com forward slash Mona will bring you directly to my site. Okay. And there's a host of great information about the company, their products, and their mission. So by by the chance of luck, I found out about them. It was two days after they started their organization, and I was very excited to help them. So it's really just through talking with other women, and most women I have found, 98% of women, that's my statistic, have no clue that what they're putting on their body is so bad for them, or they might have an inkling, but they don't know where to even start. Mm-hmm. to make a change. And so I just talk with people. I give them my cards and to my website and build relationships. I just build mm-hmm. relationships. If they're interested, I'll know. They'll visit my website. They'll send me an email, and I'll follow up with them. Okay, so so tell me this. You're, you're, you're out in a grocery store. You're doing, you're, you're wherever you are when you find these people <laughs> to talk to. Yeah, Mona, how do you... How do you broach a subject? What, how do you do this? 
<laughs> okay, I'll give you a real life example. Great. Somebody somebody called me yesterday or, or or last week to schedule me to have my air conditioners fixed. And no word of a lie, we just got talking, and it was a man. <laughs> and we just got talking about a lot of stuff in life, and he was sort of looking for a direction. And I said, well, do you care anything about skincare? That's what I said. Oh, my goodness. I love and so that. I sh- you know, and, he, and he, he said, quite honestly, you know, I spend a lot of time out on the beach in the sun, and I'm precancerous and... I said, well, you know, I don't know if this would be up your alley or not, but I told him a little bit about how it was 100% toxic-free, and he has a 7-year-old son, and he asked me for my website. Wow. So, so you're the kind of person, correct me if I'm wrong, would you walk up to somebody in a grocery store when they're looking at, you know, a, a, a popular brand that has more chemicals than you can shake a stick at and say, Hey, do you care anything about non-toxic skincare? Would you okay, do that? Okay, Marla, that's a great question. I never would do that in a million years. Okay, okay, <laughs> just curious. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. I couldn't do that. But I will talk to my friends and my family and and anybody who's in my circle if I know them. And if that were a friend of mine that was holding it up, I might say something like, I'm not really sure if you should purchase that. And I might send them to the cosmetic database, which is not affiliated with Aver Anderson Non-Toxic. It's affiliated with a nonprofit organization so oh, that they that? could do some research themselves on the product. Can you give us that URL? Sure. It's www.cosmeticsdatabase.com. Cosmetics with an S, database.com. Yes. And yes. you can put in, we're going into about the, our last 30 I seconds. Know, ah! I know, I <laughs> know. <laughs> and you can put in just about any product there and see what's in it and how harmful it is, right? Absolutely. And, and if anybody has any questions, I don't want them to buy anything, but they can feel free to contact me, and I'm happy to help them out with learning a little bit about how to distinguish safe from from maybe not so safe products that they're using for themselves mm-hmm. or their kids. Well, we did that the other day when we first met, and I love that. And I have to say, you were exactly just so. You didn't you didn't even tell me about your product basically until we got talking. So I think that's fabulous. So tell us again where we find you. www.avaandersonnontoxic forward slash mona dot com forward slash Mona. Thank you. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Mona. <laughs> it's been fun. Thanks, Marla. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on the Her Insight Network on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to 